Welcome to the show. My name is Chris Miller, and I'm here with Brandon Jones. Today, we are diving into the NFL Week 4 slate. Uh, a lot of fun games to talk about. Brendan, every week, man, seems like you can take another victory lap on that Jalen Hurts MVP pick. He looks better and better as we go on. How do you feel? Hey, I mean, you know, I said it first time I was on, and, uh, you know, our good friend Jack Bell called me out on it and told me to stand by it. I'm going to stand by it. Phil Pales, yeah. man. He's a dog. Yeah. Um, He's a dog. Man. He's a dog. Yeah. I, uh, I, I wish I had more shares of him in fantasy football, but when some you lose some, that's how it'd be. All right. Uh, we got a lot of games to talk about in terms of the NFL slate. Um, there's a lot of fun matchups, particularly one tonight. I want to start with that one first since it's the uh, most recent game. And that is the Bengals minus three and a half at home against the Dolphins. Uh, the Dolphins are on a three and zero run. They're also three and zero against the spread. They're five and one against the spread in their last six games, and they actually have the longest active winning streak, eleven and one straight up in the past twelve games, including last year. So uh, they're they're on a tear right now. Uh, Bengals off to a not so great start. Uh, a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover. Uh, even though they didn't win. Um, but in their last 11 games, they are 9-2 against the spread. Uh, the Bengals are minus 3.5. 55% of the public is on Bengals minus 3.5. Uh, very interesting game. How do you feel about this one? Hey, actually, on on, on DraftKings, it's 4. But everywhere else, it's 3.5. That kind of sucks because I use DraftKings. Um, <laughs> well, I didn't know those stats about the um, – They've been killing on the spreads lately, but you know this Dolphin team looks really, really good. Um, now beat the Bills. Um, you know they had it was a really hot game uh, last week. A lot of people cramping up, um, and it's a short week, and they had to come over here and travel to the Bengals. Um, on the other hand, you know the Bengals started horribly. Um, they're getting it back together a little bit. Um, Burrow's playing a little better. Um, they've got all their guys, so it should be an interesting game tonight. I don't like. The three-and-a-half spread is, like, the worst spread ever, um, unless you're taking the underdog. But, um, you know, I think Mike McDaniel is going to be able to draw up some great plays um, to exploit that defense. Um, it's just, you know, being away and all, you never know what's going to happen. But I think uh, I think it's a pretty close game tonight. Um, I wouldn't expect a blowout by any means. Um, yeah. Look for Nixon to get back on track like he did when he started the season. Um, but I'm not really sure, man. It's uh, it's gonna be a good one to watch. I'm excited for it. Yeah, and uh, for those of you who follow the Twitter, and if you don't, go follow the Twitter. Um, but we tweeted out two picks in relation to this game. We took Joe Mixon over 19 receiving yards. Uh, Miami blitzes just about more than anybody in the league. Um, they're in the top third in terms of blitz rate on passing downs, uh, and that kind of equates to check down nation. Uh, for those running backs, and so I think uh, Mixon is going to absorb a lot of a lot of targets tonight, and so we're kind of relying on volume for him to cross that mark. Now, if it's more, if it's juiced up more above 19, uh, just tread lightly, and you know, don't don't catch a bad line. Uh, second, uh, we tweeted out that the touchdown total for Miami was two. Uh, we told the, everybody to go get over two and a half. Uh, that was right before the news of Tua came out uh, in public. Um, I was following Ian Rappaport, and as soon as he tweeted it out, I went and tweeted that out. Uh, so I hope that everybody was able to catch that while it was plus money. Um, if it's not now, just don't worry about it. Or if it's bumped up to three, three and a half, uh, don't touch it. Um, it's but it's not. I got it at minus 105. It's not. Ah, uh, dang. It was only like 20 minutes after you texted or you tweeted out. Yeah, I, I have uh, Ian Rappaport's um, notifications. Uh, they're a priority notification from Twitter, so as soon as he tweets something out, I see it um, for the sake of betting. So uh, really helpful for those of you who also are uh, into that kind of stuff. So I'm trying to catch those edges before the books can make adjustments. So we had those two out. Um, but I'm not messing with the point spread. I, I did recommend to a few people if the Bills line gets pushed down to minus three, minus two and a half, I'd 
I personally am going to take it, uh, and I recommend all of our followers taking it. But like you said, minus three and a half in an AFC divisional game, that's 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 tough spread. It's not very favorable. Um, Do you mean the I'm excited. You said the Bills. You meant the Dolphins. Dolphins, excuse me. Uh, Dolphins, Bengals. Um, I would take the Bengals minus three, minus three, minus two and a half. Uh, if the public pushes that money down, I don't think it will, because uh, now fifty-five percent of the public's on the Bengals. Um, but when it opened at minus four and a half, uh, a lot of the public initially was on Dolphins tickets. Um, so uh, be looking out for that. It's weird, weird vibes. Uh, you know, Tua, he's playing, but he's got the bum ankle right now. So uh, be curious to see. Um, but we're kind of relying on those props here rather than any sort of spread or total ticket. So um, that's how I feel about that game. I'm really excited for it. I'm going to have a lot of leverage uh, with DFS lineups. I'm hoping to catch in big tonight with Joe Mixon. All right. Now, for the most exciting game on the slate, at least in my personal opinion, Bills minus three at Baltimore Ravens. How do you feel about this game? Battle the goats there. Um, Lamar's had an incredible season so far. Um, you know, there's pretty much no way he can keep this up, what he's doing. Um, and that Ravens defense is a little holy there. Um, so, <laughs> you know, they're playing the Bills, who, you know, I picked first show, whatever one. Probably the, are they still the favorites to win the Super Bowl? Uh, Bills are, yeah. Bills are, yeah. I mean, they're, they're a great team. Their defense is awesome. Um, um, then they have Josh Allen, all those weapons. You have Davis Diggs. Um, I would, uh, I don't know if I'm going to do it, but if I were to bet on it, I would, I would take the Bills uh, with the spread. I just think that Lamar is bound to have a bad game at some point. Or not a bad game, but less than what he's been doing. Um, and the Bills are pretty they're pretty unstoppable. I know they lost last week. Um, they did a little bounce back game um, going this week. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to fight you here, Brendan. I love Lamar Jackson, and the Bills' secondary is just as depleted as, as the Ravens. And I think that Lamar has proven that he can be well over the efficient mark, um, you know, whether he has weapons or not. I mean, shoot, all he needs is Mark Andrews and dude's balling. Uh, if not, I'll just do it with his legs. So, um, Bill's box defense is really, really solid. Uh, you know, they can do well against the run. But the problem is their secondary, I mean, Jordan Poyer, uh, Micah Hyde, all out. And so, Bill's defense has just as many holes in this Ravens defense. Um, I'm not going to give the official point total over pick, um, but for anybody listening, I would definitely look at that and keep an eye on it because. Both secondaries are garbage, um, and, and both offenses are, uh, you know, playing with their like their heads are cut off. I mean, they're just running rampant on defenses right now, and so um, I, I'm not laying an official pick here, but you know, I, I can't ignore the fact that the Bills' defense, the Bills' secondary specifically, has some major holes in it as well. What's the uh, what's the over under? The over under for this game, fifty one. Fifty one, yeah, that's that's nice. I mean, it's awesome to from what you said about the secondaries um, being able to be exploited, as well as the offense is playing as well as they are, you know. I'll, yeah, I always I always want points. Always, life is too short to bet the under. Um, that's true. We like, we like points, like we said last week. Um, First of all, these are two of the um, more pass-happy teams in the league. Yeah. Which we wouldn't have expected from the Ravens because they've only ran the ball so much, but they've kind mm-hmm. of put the switch this year, you know, and what Matt Rule said. Um, we talked about last week how, you know, if you want to win in this game now, you got to pass the ball. So, right, right. Ravens are, Ravens are sixth in the league in pass rate over expected. So, in neutral or winning situations, they're slinging the tater love to throw the ball, and everybody that says Lamar is a glorified running back, I hate those kind of people. I mean, I've been, saying it. It. I've been saying it for years. Like, 
I think Lamar Jackson is, you know, a top three quarterback in the league, and he ain't even number three. So I think, uh, you know, everybody's starting to finally uh, come to the realization that Lamar is a baller um, and he's here to stay. Uh, and hot take here, bold, 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 bold prediction. Lamar Jackson is going to be quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons next year. Stop that. Put it on the board. Stop. Yes. Why? Yes. Why would they have? Oh, because of the contract disputes. Yeah, yeah. The Ravens didn't respect him, and they they didn't give him the appreciation that the Atlanta Falcons are going to give him with $300 million guaranteed. Arthur Blank's going to give him a blank check, and it's going to be awesome, and I will finally have a respectable team to cheer for Y'all finally stop blowing leads. Maybe. I don't know. You know what? Actually, that sounds really good because I know Mark Andrews is Mark Andrews, but Falcons have Kyle Pitts. If he likes them to the tight end so much, man, look for, uh, look for Pitts to come back at it. It's game over, man. Give, give me Lamar. I'll, That'd be exciting. Him. I like that. Inject it. Dude, hey, if he comes over, he has Calvin Ridley, Kyle Pitts, and Drake London as his core receiving corpse. Now, now who wouldn't want that? Who wouldn't want that? I mean, geez, let's, let's pay him. Let's pay him, man. He deserves it. All right. I'm going to step off my soapbox in that flaming hot prediction. Uh, I can't wait to hopefully clip this in a year. When uh, Lamar gets 300 guaranteed, more than Brian. Uh, okay. You've already got a bunch of clips of me. I already know it. Yeah, yeah. All right. On to another exciting one. Although, less exciting... Uh, this year than in the past years. Chiefs minus one at Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, we know Tampa Bay has been dealing with a lot of Hurricane Ian stuff. However, it does seem like they're going to be able to play in Tampa Bay, which is big time uh, for the Bucks. Now, Chiefs looked nasty last week. They looked nasty. Uh, game management was horrible. That is one thing. I, I love Andy Reid more than anybody. And I think he's like a Hall of Fame coach, no doubt. But I can't ignore that he also has the worst game management skills of a veteran coach than I've ever seen. And, you know, he just, it's done it for years, man. It's just bad. Very, very poor game management. Um, and, and so I, I'm surprised that uh, the Chiefs lost this game. I will give the Colts credit. I know that they're better than everybody thought they were. Um, uh, they're starting to see that because, you know, obviously the Jaguars are, uh, they just beat a really, Good char- or Chargers team, even though the Chargers are really banged up. You know, Herbert played with broken ribs. Bosa went out halfway through the game with a torn groin. They're really depleted right now. Keenan Allen didn't even play, so uh, sucks for them. But we're starting to see, you know, Colts aren't that bad. But still, the Chiefs should have won this game and they should have won it handily. Bucks also didn't look too great. I picked them for a one and a half point spread last week. Uh, and I thought I had it, but, you know, Brady was just playing with scrubs out there at receiver. Uh, but he gets Mike Evans back, potentially gets Chris Godwin back, and Julio Jones back on the same week. And the more I think about this, the more I want to take Bucks plus one. Because, I mean, Brady's pissed. He gets his entire receiving quarterback. And that defense is really, really good. They help, Let's not pretend like they didn't hold Aaron Rodgers, the back-to-back MVP, to 14 points. Like, that's, that's a feat in itself. And so, um, again, I know I've said it in the past, I think the Packers are not near as good as they have been, but they're still not a bad team. And only giving up 14 points while losing the entire time is very respectable in terms of NFL defense. So, how do you feel about this game? We already answered one of my questions. I was going to ask for an injury report on the uh, on Bucks wide receivers. So I, I saw that Julio was almost guaranteed to play, um, as well as Evans back. I just don't want them to bring Godwin back too early, you know. But like his injury in week one, it was a, it was a hamstring, right? It wasn't his knee. Like people are like scared because oh, he hurt his knee again. It was a hamstring, I believe, or quad. Um, but yeah, I uh, that really changes things if they're all back. My other question for you is, we talked about Andy Reid, game management and all that. Did Tyreek have more of an effect on that team than we thought? Nope. Nope. 
Um, I think later in the year we'll see that, you know, the team will operate just as well without Tyreek. Um, I think that, honestly, <laughs> for for coaching purposes and for uh, opposing defenses, if you don't have that dude, like they have obviously Travis Kelsey to hone in on, but as soon as this offense starts firing on all cylinders, it's going to be hard for defenses to pinpoint one guy that's going to come in there and be like the known guy that's going to be targeted the majority of the game. You know, one week it can be Juju underneath. The next week it could be MVS long balls. And then the next week it could be Sky Moore out of nowhere. Uh, and so, you know, with with that more – with more variance and, uh, you know, teams not knowing who's going to be the go-to wide receiver, I think it will actually end up benefiting the Chiefs in the long run. However, they just all need to get comfortable because – their main receiving core, it, this is their first year with Pat Mahomes. And so Kelsey's the only guy that's been on the Chiefs uh, for more than a year. So um, I think they're just looking to kind of get their feel and build their chemistry. Um, I think in the long run, like right now, uh, Tyreek not being there is hurting them quite a bit. But in the long run, he'll be just as fine, if not better. Well, they'll make adjustments. You know, if, if you remember last year, they didn't start hot last year either. I think they were one and three starting something like that. Um, and they just, you know, I always say, especially in fantasy perspective, fantasy football, that you know, the season is literally like two different seasons. Like for the first seven weeks, it's like one way, and then it completely flips the switch, um, it goes the other way. Um, but yeah, I, I like I like what you're saying about buying low on the Chiefs. You know, not starting real hot. Um, they're going to come back and be firing on all cylinders later in the season. But for this game in particular, um, they <clears throat> being in Tampa Bay helps them as well as like being at home as well as getting their receivers back. But Brady just has looked like shit. Um, but I would almost have to take him here. What's the what's spread one? Yeah. Now, I'm going to defer to Twitter with this one. If the weather is bad, take the Bucks. Take the Bucks. Take the Bucks. The the Chiefs running game, horrible. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, everybody thinks he's like good, and he, he's a solid receiving back. But go – I, I'm going to ask people to go watch film. Sounds kind of funny. But if you're interested in that kind of stuff, go find – just go look up random uh, videos on Twitter of him running the ball. And go find you know some quick film bits. You will see him miss nearly fifty percent of the time. The holes that he's supposed to cut back into that are wide open, and his just vision is so piss poor. So, um, you know, if it's a run game, if it's a it's a if it's a weather game, I'm taking the Bucks, uh, the Bucks defense and uh, Lombardi Lenny to take over and win this game. Um, I know that the Bucks didn't pull through for us last week, but they, you know, they were working with some scrubs, and they finally have their team back this next week. So I, I kind of want to lay that. I'm going to lay Bucks plus one right now. I'm going to do it. Bucks plus one. Bucks plus one. Are they actually? Oh, I didn't. Okay, I thought they were favorite. I like that. Um, yeah, all six listeners go watch film. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe it's seven now, maybe eight. Uh, yeah. man, I'm I'm ready for Jerry McKinnon to take over that backfield. You know, he like. I think he tore his ACL in his first year of being in the league, or maybe his second year. And then the next year, had another bad injury. Um, but he's still really good back. And, you know, they're using Pacheco um, a little bit. They kind of split the carries. But, yeah, Clyde, I wanted Clyde to do well this year. Um, it's just – I don't think he's the best back to have back there. Um, no. No. Yeah, I, like, uh, I like your bucks plus one. I'm good with that. You know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. One on the fence. All right, Jacksonville plus six and a half at Brendan's Philly Eagles. Jalen Hurts at the helm. How do we feel? Jalen Hurts at the helm. Um, you know, last week I was wrong. I said I have a weird feeling, and I said even though um, 
the Eagles are a lot better than the football team. Um, I thought it'd be a close game. What was I wrong? It was not a close game. I I, I did too because I, I picked the over in that game and that didn't hit because I was pissed, man. It was like seventeen nothing or twenty four nothing going into halftime. I'm like, okay, this is perfect. This is exactly what I predicted. Carson Wentz garbage time is going to get this over, um, but no, I was wrong, man. I was wrong, and it didn't it didn't fall my way. And I was surprised, but I think once the Eagles went up twenty four nothing, they kind of put it in cruise control, and uh, just didn't didn't worry too much about the rest of the game. So, look if if the Eagles get up on a team, their line is the best in the league. They can just run mm-hmm. the ball all day, right? Um, so I think especially in games where Eagles get up big. Like, there's no way teams are coming back. They can milk that clock and probably score or at least get a field goal um, because of the way they can run the ball. The Eagles team is super well-rounded. Their defense is hot, man. Their defense is their defense has been playing great. Um, yeah. And I know, I know that the Jags are three now. Um, they haven't really played anybody yet. I don't think they have enough. You know, if I – a touchdown, like six and a half is a spread. It, um, you know, a good amount of points. But, you know, if I were to put money on this one, I'm putting it on the Eagles until they found me. Yeah. You know, yeah. They're playing great. Hurts is him. AJ Brown is him. Um, you just can't, can't bet against him. Can't bet against him. Right. Yeah, I agree. I like, uh, I like Jalen a ton. Obviously, everybody does. I do like Trevor Lawrence a lot. Um, he's looking much, much better he's uh, this year than he did last year, uh, courtesy of Doug Peterson. Um, they have a nice receiving core, under-the-radar receiving core, uh, solid offense. Um, defense is kind of nice, too. They, you know, they have Josh Allen. Fun fact, not the QB, but the DN, Josh Allen. Um, but the fact that this is in if it, if this game was not in Philly, I'd be picking Jacksonville to cover here easily. Um, but because it's in Philly, it scares me away, it makes me a little more hesitant for this game. All right, now we have a London game, first London game of the year. Um, the I'm going to say disappointing Vikings and disappointing Saints. Uh, the Saints are plus three against Vikings overseas. Um, do we consider this a primetime game at nine thirty in the morning? Do, do we see prime? Do we see primetime Kirk, or do we see what's the opposite of primetime? Uh, you know, this is nine thirty in the morning. Like, what time is it over there? I think it's around like the the afternoon, like the one o'clock slate for them. Well, I mean, look, been high, I was high on the Vikings beginning the season. I still am. I think they're going to bounce back from a little bit of shakiness going on. But um, Kirk has really been disappointing. Um, and they're running – me and Harrison talked about this earlier. They're running Jefferson <clears throat> more outside on the perimeter more, um, where I think he's the best in the slot. Um, and so he's not being able to use him as well as he can. Um, you know, and the Saints just – I thought there could be a better lending game than this because I'm not expecting yeah. that works. But um, well, the, this game it's going to be interesting too because Jameis is not practicing. So um, if they do end up playing their backup QB, you know they have Andy Dalton who's proved serviceable as a QB. He's not great, but he's proved serviceable. And obviously they have Taysom Hill. Now, side note: if you're in the fantasy in your fantasy league. As a setting, go pick up Taysom Hill and play him at your tight end position if James were to sit. Just word of advice, uh, get the edge in your league. Um, I might do it myself here soon, as soon as James gets the official uh, status out. Uh, he hasn't practiced the past few days, so it's not looking It's looking a little bleak, um, but keep an eye on that. I'm not for certain. Obviously, won't be for certain until game time rolls around. Uh, but just keep keep your mind out, keep your mind open on that, and keep a lookout for for that news. I've got another but, one real quick. If if Dalton is the starter, take a look at Kamara's receiving yards because Jalen, oh my God, Jameis um, doesn't check down whatsoever. Um, 
But if Dalton started, does. what? So Dalton if, does. If Dalton's starting, I would go check out Kamara's receiving yards because they've got to be low because he's just had a really anemic season so far. Um, <laughs> but he's still the same guy, you know. He just has a different quarterback at the helm, so I would go check that out. Um, depending on starting QB. Yeah, I, I do want to get out there. Adam Thielen under four and a half receptions. I know he had a great week the last two weeks, but I think that this week we finally see more Jefferson, KJ, Dalvin, uh, and Wes Thielen, yeah, as well as Irv Smith. I'll give him some credit. He had some good looks the other night. He dropped a big ball against the Eagles, unfortunately. But um, uh, I'm taking Adam Thielen under four and a half. Uh, I, I think that he's starting to slowly get phased out uh, unless they go – uh, down a lot, and it becomes kind of that guy that Kirk looks to to check down. Um, and, I, you know, kind of intuitively, uh, you can take that as, I think, that the Vikings are going to steadily be winning this entire game, and I think Kevin O'Connell is going to want to be aggressive, go to his main dude, Justin Jefferson, um, as well as try and follow everything through the running backs, whether it's the run game or check downs. Um, but uh, Adam Thielen, under four and a half receptions. I, I really like how that works. All right. Cowboys minus three and a half versus the Commanders. Cooper Rush looks really good. Carson Wentz looks really bad. This is at Commanders. So how do we feel about this game? Do we, do we trust Cooper Rush? Do we, do we think Carson Wentz can actually pull something out at home? How do we feel? We trust Cooper Rush. Um, the... Washington's O-line sucks. It's just terrible. I don't know I don't know if this is true or not, but I feel like it has to be. He's got to be. Him or Burrow has to be the most sacked quarterback so far in the league. Yeah. Because yeah. they, they, those lines are terrible. Um, Cowboys have at least a decent defense. I haven't paid too much attention. But um, I trust Cooper Rush here, man. He's played great. Um, you know, he's been able to find CD um, and even though individually um, Zeke and Pollard aren't being crazy, them collectively in their rushing game has not been terrible. Um, and I think that um, Washington is going to kind of regress to going back. Like, you know, I've, I think they're able to fling that tighter a little bit, but um, I like the Cowboys here. Um, I yeah. Think- the money. I don't know if the public's on. They could be on. I think they're probably higher in Washington than uh, in Dallas. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm very tempted to take under 41. Now, I know that's a big number. Two of these offenses have been very fine. Uh, but I, I had a note here and said in, in Washington games, just Washington games, the total has gone under in 10 of their last 15 games. And Dallas games, the total has gone under in 11 of Dallas's last 15 games. And so I'm really tempted to take the under, but it's at such a low number already that it's hard to hard to want to do that. What do you think of that? You know, I've never had a really good feeling of unders, uh, but 41 is really low. Yeah, we're looking at the, like a 21-20. You know, yeah. I'm not. I'm not expecting. You know, we talk about garbage time wins. I'm not really expecting the Cowboys to get out in a big lead whatsoever, or Washington on the other end. Um, so it could be a little bit of a slugfest in that case. Um, based on recent history with the, the unders hitting and stuff, I mean, I, I like that. I, like I said, I've never had a really good read um, on these numbers, but um, I like I like what you're putting down there. Yes, sir. All right. Something to keep an, eye, keep an eye out on for listeners if you're into those kind of things. All right. One of my favorite games. It's kind of an ugly game, but Lions minus four and a half versus Seahawks. I'm going to take this pick right here. The team total for the Lions over 26 points minus 110. And I would consider taking the over in general. This, These defenses are... Awful. They're so bad. Um, now, my team, Dan Campbell and the Lions. I love Dan Campbell and the Lions. Um, our, our team. Our team. Uh, I think 
I think four touchdowns, like two touchdowns in the first half, two touchdowns in the second half is so much in play. And so I'm loving taking this team total over. Uh, I took them over 28 and a half last week and hit, uh, I mean, uh, excuse me, only over 27 and a half. Uh, no, that was, excuse me, wrong team. I took them over 23 and a half last week. Uh, and I, I'm finally taking them over 26 this week. So I uh, really love the Lions team total here. And I actually really like the spread here. Um, and I'm very tempted to take it. What do you think? Yeah. Who's at home? Seahawks. I believe so. I think the line at home. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. I added my notes wrong. I, that makes me feel even better. Really, this is our team. This is our team. You know, the Lions. This is America's team. Let's not forget. Lions, Dan Campbell's Lions are America's team. The Lions have been more disappointed than the Tennessee Volunteers, and you know I love being disappointed. This is my team. Um, yeah, then me at home. I'm gonna fire with you on that. I'm gonna hit both of those actually. I'm gonna lose uh, some more money. Just kidding. We're gonna win this one because it was your pick. But um, but yeah. I, the the team total for the Lions, I love that. I mean, they're scoring a will. Look, is Swift out completely? They don't need to play. Probably it doesn't matter. Look, but here, here, here's the number. Here's the number. The total has gone over in five of the last five Lions games. Just give me a sec. Oh, the the total like the whole game. The whole game. The whole game. Now the total like the best. Total you can find right now is like 48. Um, reasonable, but I'm taking personally the Detroit Lions 26 total. Um, it's done. Let's do it. I've done it. It's done. That's crap. Um, but yeah, honestly, I think 48 hits too because Seattle, even though Seattle is a bad team, they're letting Gina throw the ball a little bit. And I mean, they're getting a lot of negative game scripts, which lets them just kind of. Say fuck it and let's throw the ball. Um, yeah, and Gino's been able to kind of produce on that. You know, he still has Lockett and DK, um, and both both defenses are really bad. Um, right. So, you know, the only way that I see the game not being high scoring is if the Lions get up like set twenty one zero or something because they have such a great yeah. line that they can run the ball. Um, I just don't see him doing that though. I think. Uh, you know, Dan Campbell's still trying to make a statement with this team, and I think they pour it on. Um, I love the over 26 and a half. That's yeah. Pretty That's right, baby. Yeah. Really, really like that pick. Gonna lay with it. And, you know, America's team, man, consider laying their points too. All right. Next game hits home for me, unfortunately. Browns minus one at the Atlanta Falcons. And now I thought I was going to take an official pick here, but I redacted it, and I'm not going to. I'm not going to bet on, you know, my my Atlanta Falcons. Um, for all the listeners, my actual true team that I like to watch is the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, it, it's hurt. It's hurt really bad. Um, you know, as you can imagine, somebody who wakes up or has been waking up and watching Tennessee football on Saturdays and then the Atlanta Falcons on Sundays – you can imagine the um, the the PTSD and just the level of mental illness that I have after years and years of disappointment. Um, thank God the, the Tennessee Vols have have proven themselves serviceable this year. Uh, Falcons are still just oh, I can't I can't even talk about them without getting upset. But I really wanted to take them at home. But I have to say, Jacoby Brissett looks pretty dang good. Uh, a lot better than I expected. Um, one thing about Jacoby Brissett, his fault was he held onto the ball too long. Um, and, and teams would take advantage of that, sack him a bunch, strip sack, uh, get him behind, uh, negative yardage. Um, but he's getting it out quick. I think Stefanski has kind of made him his own personal project uh, due to the Deshaun Watson stuff. Um and 
And I, I think he's actually a very, very respectable QB right now. Uh, a textbook system QB, one might say. And so uh, I think that the Browns actually look really good. Uh, their defense is really good. Although Moss Garrett just got in a car crash or something. I can't give – I don't know any, like, official details on that, but I do know that he was in a crash, so he's not going to be playing. Uh, but the rest of their defense is still solid. How do you feel about this game? Well, the Lions won a point. A normal person should think that the Browns should win this game. Um, but, you know, stuff never happens the way it's supposed to. Um, but I agree with you about Jacoby Brissett. I think he's uh, I think he's played great. Um, Amari Cooper's his best friend. Um, and they still have Sir Nicholas Chubb, um, who, you know, Maybe, I, you know, I think he's the best runner. I think he's the best pure running back in the NFL, just based off running. I think he's very, very, very good. Um, and he's proven that this season. Um, and they're in dome, so mm-hmm. it shouldn't be a problem for quarterbacks. And, you know, I think Jacoby's going to give them a deal on that defense. Um, you know, so far we've seen Atlanta, you know. I, I will say Atlanta's run defense has been very, very – commendable up until this point. Now, uh, we'll see because we have a true test in the league's best pure runner in Nick Chubb. Anybody can fight me on that. I'll go to, I'll go to war with them. Um, but, yeah, I think that we'll see a true test in the run game. But I have to say that their defense has been respectable against the run. And we have some underrated talent on, in, in the secondary. Uh, still a lot of raw talent, and they're trying to learn uh, kind of the ropes. But, um we're we're a little better than than some may think. I'll I'll say that. Well, I mean, it hasn't been terrible, and Mariota's been you know fine. Um, CPAT's been able to do what he does, um, and now Drake London has had a coming out party, and he's playing great. They still got Pitts. They used Pitts a lot last um, last week, um, which is what they need to do because he's I mean arguably their best player on their team. Um, but yeah, I mean. I would think that the Browns would win this game, but it's just all up in the air. You, you never know. We don't want to see the Falcons blow another lead, though. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll probably stay away from it. If it, if it, yeah, nothing really going to change my mind. I'm probably going to stay away from this one. But it'll be one of those where absolutely anything could happen in this game. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right. Next one, I'm giving an official pick. Titans plus three versus Colts. Colts at home. I'm taking the Colts, and I know this is some recency bias, uh, but I think it's a recency bias for both teams. Titans just beat a bad Raiders team. Who cares? Colts, you know, they beat a Chiefs team. I think the Chiefs team uh, that they played is not firing on all cylinders yet, uh, but I still like the Colts to come around and take down the Titans. Um, Titans are bombs, man. They had the worst defensive in the defense in the league, and I think Ryan Tannehill's time is is done. Let's not forget how bad the Bills just whipped up on the Titans. You know, let's not forget that. And so, I think seeing this line was was kind of like a, oh, the Colts just beat the Chiefs. Oh, but the Titans just beat the Raiders. It's going to be a close game. I don't think so. I really don't. Um, I think finally the Colts start having a, a coming out party with this one. Um, I'm just I'm excited, and I think this Colts team is is finally going to show that they're actually a, a contender of sorts. Uh, what do you think? How about them throwing the ball to Derrick Henry? Yeah, I mean, check down Nation. That's that's crazy. Uh, yeah. I'm very surprised by that. But no, I agree with you about mostly about the. Um, Titans defense, so bad. Um, yeah. And, you know, it was a you know, offensive game, defense win championships. I mean, you just can't really win a game in the NFL if your defense is bad. Um, you know, both teams haven't looked great on offense, but, you know, um, you've always been smarter than me, sir. Um, so I, I like your take. I didn't have a take either way on this, um, really, because – both teams haven't been playing really well, but I take the team with better defense. Matt Ryan at home in the dome. Exactly. Let's do it. Shaquille Leonard 
formerly known as Darius Leonard, is actually slowly starting to get healthy too. So um, if he's fully healthy, I'm all over this. All over this. Should I change my name to Shaquille? I think you should. It's fitting. You look like a Shaquille. What, you sound. You sound like a Shaquille. You think so? Yeah, I, I do think so. I think a lot of people would tell you that as well. Maybe. What's we'll up? Um, now the the total in this game it's it's kind of nasty too. Uh, you can find it at like forty three, forty two and a half. Uh, the total in all Tennessee Titans game has hit in the last five of the last five games. Um, and no, so I, I think it, I, the the under, excuse me, um, I think it actually pushed against the Bills when it was like 42 to 7, where the total was 49 in that game. It was like 49 or 50. Uh, but, yeah, if that's something that you like to – Look out for that's that's a number I'm going to throw out there. Um, I do anticipate this being kind of a nasty game, uh, like that as well. But we'll see, we'll see. All right, next game: Broncos at Raiders, and Raiders are minus two and a half. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? I mean, yeah, because Nathaniel Hackett is a donkey. Both of them are donkeys, man. Raiders are donkeys. Broncos, donkeys. Oh, this just team, this uh, game is nasty. And I wouldn't be opposed to betting the under two. But here's the thing. I – Russ has been bad. He's been really bad. Film looks really bad. Numbers look really bad. But I have to say that I anticipate – a breakout game of sorts from him. Um, you know, he's a little too happy in the public. Like, you know, he's always been that guy that like works really hard. He's always going to outwork. And he's, he's, he's oddly comfortable with the way that they've been playing. And I know it's like, Oh, they've been winning. Why would he be upset? But, you know, for, for him to be playing as bad as he's been playing, I think he, he realizes that. And, I think, you know, this this offense is Matt LaFleur's offense. Nathaniel Hackett did not, you know, this isn't him, but he is running Matt LaFleur's offense with Russ. And people forget when Matt LaFleur came to the Packers, Aaron Rodgers had very similar struggles getting acclimated to this type of offense. And we see, you know, these same struggles out of Russ, but... Now, I'm hoping that Russ has similar success that Aaron Rodgers did in the latter half of that year. Um, so I anticipate Russ having a breakout game of sorts, uh, maybe not like an eruption, but like a two or three touchdown game where they win pretty handily. Uh, so I, that's, I, feel, I can feel that on the horizon, but the way that they've been playing – it's just hard to get excited. The way both of these teams have been playing, it's hard to get excited about either which one. And so uh, I do like Denver, sadly. I know the Raiders are a good team, good squad, but they've just given up some games to some bumps. You know, how do you not, how do you not beat the Titans defense that has nobody on it? Um, I just, I don't get it. So uh, that's kind of one, one of the reasons the NFL is ass backwards. What do you think? Well, how okay? We're gonna see how confident you are in that Russell Wilson taking about a bounce back game. I'm in this fantasy league where I have Russell Wilson at quarterback. I just picked up Geno Smith against the Lions, which I think is gonna be a high scoring game. Who am I starting? Who am I starting? You got you got to start the guy who's been putting up actual numbers in Geno against the one of the worst defenses in the league. But I'm not saying that Russell's breakout game is gonna be this week. But I feel it coming soon. Uh, you know, Raiders defense at home for the Raiders is not an ideal situation for Russ to go crazy. Uh, you know, I would expect it to be like a home game against a weak defense. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, you got to start Gino. You can't start, you can't trust Russ right now, right? Okay, good. I just want to make sure. I just want to humiliate. Uh, 
Connor Sheets, who I'm playing. Shout out Connor Sheets. Ah, uh, yeah. Because I told him I'm about to beat his ass. He played Geno Smith. So that was my question. Respect. Respect. Uh, on this game, um, <laughs> I mean, these teams have played awful, but it's Russell Wilson, man. And Cortland Sutton's a problem. He's a matchup nightmare. Um, he's played well all season, um, and he's Russell's guy. Um, so hopefully he can get him a few more targets and they can take advantage of it that way. On the other side of the ball, the Raiders have a non-existent run game. Um, and Devontae Adams, and they just got room for a back. Um, the offense is just completely anemic. Um, this is a game that I just glaze over um, when I'm looking at it. Um, I don't even think twice about skipping it. Um, but you said it was two and a half? Yep. I'm not going to disagree with you um, because I didn't have an opinion either way. Um, but 40, 40% of the bets are on Broncos, 60% are on Raiders. Well, just so, say, say it with me. Broncos country. Broncos country, that's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, I'm going to defer to Twitter. I'm going to put a pin in that one, uh, defer to Twitter. You know, for those of you who are following and saw that we tweeted out Broncos plus one and a half against the 49ers, uh, congratulations on your win. We, that kind of helped pad our numbers a little bit better. Um, but yeah, we uh, we took Broncos plus one and a half. Thank goodness. Um, you know, we we had some doubters out there. Uh, not going to name any names, but uh, yeah, yeah, we ended up catching that one. So follow the Twitter, and you can catch those late picks. They have been working out well for us uh, the past few weeks. Let's just. One- they, uh, I just need to put some, some data points going on these videos. So that was, that was me being the doubter. <laughs> that was me being the doubter, and I doubted, and I lost. And Harrison the King Heller, Heller Harrison <laughs> the King Heller won. Um, so we'll put some data points out there. Listen to this guy. Um, wouldn't call him the best, but. It, it, dude, it was an ugly game, I will say. I will say, but I just. That's one of those things where it's like you got to trust the good defense at home. Um, you know, it was looking bleak there for a second. Just because, I mean, I think they went three and out their first three drives. So I'm like, dude, you got to be kidding me, man. Just count on Jimmy G to throw the game away, you know. That's true. That's true. He not only had a safety, but he had a big six at us at the same time. Literally threw the game away after running out of the back of the end zone a couple minutes ago. And then threw a pick six. So either way, he was fucked. So yep. that was awesome, actually. That's impressive. That's like... You know, instead of going 6-0 on your bets, you go 0-6. Like, it's just as impressive if you can do that. It's true. So, all right, last game to talk about. Rams plus two at 49ers. Speaking of sexy Jimmy G, how do we feel about him this week? Mm, sexy mm-hmm. Rest in peace, Trey Lance. Um, <laughs> and his ankle. And his ankle. Um, so, I would... I've been reading up on this one a little bit, and I would look for uh, for Debo here uh, for them to scheme a little more uh, towards him. Um, and, you know, he's shown that he's hyper-efficient if they use him, um, you know, whether it's carrying the ball or catch a short pass underneath. Um, mm-hmm. However, people are still die in the Rams. Um, like, I bet they haven't played well this year yet. Um but as we all know, no one can guard Cooper Cup. Um, they're playing all right, and their defense is still their defense. So, yeah, and I, I like Rams here. I like Rams here. Yeah, I am gonna have to personally take the under in this game. Yeah, so the Rams. The, in the last five games, all five times the unders hit. For the 49ers, in the last five games, all but once. So four out of five times the unders hit. And so in a NFC West divisional rival game, I think that this is going to be uh, a lower scoring affair. Um, you know, it's going to be more tense, more slow pace between Stafford and Jimmy G. Um, you know, both defenses are very, very commendable. So. I'm taking the over here. I mean, excuse me, the under. I'm taking the under. Please don't take the over. 
um, taking the under here, and I feel relatively good about it. Um, and so uh, the best line I can get, and I got it at 43, uh, but it might be 42. If it's lower than 42, I just not take it. Um, but yeah, 43, 42 and a half, I, I'm taking it. So, uh, you really, like 42 and a half? I do like 42 and a half. What? <laughs> that's, that's me. That's me trusting my guy. Never doubt the man. I think uh, I think this game's going to be like a like a twenty-one to seventeen. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Monday night, right? Yep. Monday night football. That sucks, man. All the primetime games just garbage. Garbage. Blame <laughs> it on the NFL, man. They won't flex. They need to flex the Jacksonville game. Uh, to prime time. I mean, I know that Chiefs and Bucks is pretty exciting, but Jacksonville Eagles, I, that's a game I want to see. Yeah. Hey, give me a, a Jacksonville Eagles. Or the Bills Ravens. Why don't they flex the Bills Ravens? I mean, can someone put the Lions on prime time, please? I, I, I need, agree. I need Dan it. Dan Campbell, America's team needs to be on prime time. That's just it's a shame that they're not. But that, uh, that wraps it up for this slate. You got any more comments? is in a hurricane right now, or I guess it's uh, it's past him by now. So, you know, we hope yeah. for safety. Um, but he was able to get on the uh, get on the pod today. I thought that he was uh, going to skip it. You know, visiting some family. So never, I'm never. Glad he didn't. Never, man, never. Uh, I'm gonna ride this till I die. My goal, my goal is to get famous. You know, whether I, you know, I I think that I'm like. Halfway decent in this stuff, but I could be wrong. But I just want to be famous, talk football, be famous. You know? I like it. I'm uh, I'm headed to Mississippi State this weekend for the uh, A&M State game. So, uh, yeah, I hope. Uh, um, Let's go Bulldogs. I hope y'all talk about that one. Um, but yeah, go Bulldogs now. I'm bringing my Tennessee yeah. cowbell. It's a white cowbell with an orange G. I'm bringing it. I like it. I like it. Well, hey, give uh, give yesterday's podcast a listen. We uh, we go in depth about that game. Oh yes, got some good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yes, sir. All right, that wraps it up for this slate. Um, good luck to everybody this week, this weekend. I uh, hope you win all your fantasy matchups, all your betting. Godspeed. Uh, follow the Twitter account if you don't. Check out our spreadsheet for all of our picks. We hope to have you back here next week. Best of luck. Go balls. Go balls.